Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. I'm Kat Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. Hello, Kat. (laughs) Hey, Liz. How's it going? It's great. Good. So today we're talking about going back to the office because that is the buzz here in early August of 2021. (laughs) It is Um, the word. And and we're hoping to talk it through and help you to navigate this decision, which is a tough decision for some folks. So Mm -hmm. for some people, it isn't a tough decision and this may not be the episode for you, but if it is kind of something that you're noodling, take a Mm -hmm. listen and hopefully we've got some guidance that will help you out. For sure. So Kat, we were kind of researching this role and we found a PricewaterhouseCoopers survey saying over half of employees, so 55%, would prefer to be remote at least three days a week once pandemic concerns recede. So right now, as we're recording this, I know where I live, the Delta variant is running rapid and like for sure people are not excited about back to work necessarily. I've heard but that your hospitals are... Are They're almost active. at capacity. So, yeah, ugh. it's insane. But once this wave is behind us, which uh-huh. hopefully will be soon, mm-hmm. um, this podcast believes in vaccinations. So, people are talking about going back. What does it look like? And yep. a lot of people are resistant to the idea of giving up this flexibility of working at home. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of my HR colleagues out there, yours too, as we talk to people, they're talking about what does work from home look like? And, you know, I find myself giving lots of advice and talking through things with clients around going back. But a lot of employees are pushing back or they're like, show me what it looks like before I decide. Or some people are like, if they make me go back, I won't do it at all. So what do we do with that, right? Yeah. It's somewhat complicated. And, mm-hmm. and the emotions that are around it, that's what makes it really complicated. So, mm-hmm. you know, Liz, Liz, you and I have both worked from home for years. And, mm-hmm. you know, we understand the benefit of working from home. Yeah. And I'll add that we work from home, but also do client visits. And I have missed my days in the office at my client office so much because Mm -hmm. even though I enjoy my flexibility, that piece of the face-to-face, I've really, really missed over the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. But we really understand the benefits of spending time in the office. Mm -hmm. And if you can't go back to the office for health or other reasons, we really want to encourage you to talk to your manager to make sure they know your limitations. So -hmm. before you make this kind of big decision Mm -hmm. around whether or not you're going back to work or staying with your company. If Mm -hmm. there are health concerns or other concerns, Mm -hmm. please talk to your manager. So even if that's uncomfortable, work through that uncomfortableness to have that conversation before you make this kind of a big decision. Yes. If going back to the office puts you or someone in your household at huge risk, you have to stand up for what you need and talk to your manager and let them know what's going on. That's, that's just basics. Uh So we're going to put that stuff though, aside, like there are people who cannot go back to the office for whatever reason. And we respect that. And our advice is to take care of yourself and to do what you have to do to make sure that you and Uh your loved ones are safe. And some people have to have more precautions than others. Right. Uh So putting the health issues For your kind of vaccinated, healthy person um, and assuming your workplace is putting in COVID precautions, whatever that looks like in your Uh workplace, there are some real benefits to going back to the office. Uh 
And like you were just saying, and I feel like I miss those round the table interactions where I'm actually at a table and can look at people and see them and there's no off cameras and all those other things. So I do miss it. You know, as functional as we've been this last year and a half in this mm-hmm. Zoom or Teams or whatever whatever yeah. system you use for video conferencing, as functional as we've been, and we have proven, most companies have proven, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. But there is a people perspective. There's a connection perspective that is just harder mm-hmm. working remotely. For and sure. that's one of the advantages of being in the office, the, the off-the-cuff conversations that happen, the water cooler conversations, mm-hmm. the, the ability to build those relationships more naturally and easily. Yes. Or like it's the meeting someone that you don't work with. Like yeah. I feel like if you don't naturally work with someone to get your job done, you're not going to meet them in a fully remote environment, or it's Mm -hmm. going to be very hard. And if you don't have a company that's making sure that there's all this cross-functional relationships being made, you'll never meet that person who Mm -hmm. sat two floors above you, but likes the coffee from your coffee maker. So they came down and happened to be on the same coffee schedule as you. And sometimes those networking opportunities over a coffee schedule ends up being your next job opportunity or a really good friend or... Another thing that I can't put it into a monetary value, but it's invaluable that you meet people from all over the company just in passing or in the elevator or something like that. Yeah, I think that the learning that happens, the -the off-the-cuff learning that happens in the office Mm -hmm. is invaluable. I learned so much when I sat next to you. (laughs) Like I did. I learned from everyone around me. True. My early days of cubicle life, mm-hmm. you learn so much. And there's so much from that, like, hey, Kat, can you check this out for me for a minute? Right. Like, there's so much to having that second set of eyes without having to make a phone call or whatever. It's yeah. it's it's so important, especially early career, but even mid-career to have a colleague that you can bounce stuff yes. off of and it doesn't have to be formal is huge. Mm-hmm. I always appreciated when I would hang up the phone after a very kind of challenging conversation with a candidate and, you know, I'd hang up and be happy to be off the call and you'd say, you really liked that person, didn't you? <laughs> that person challenged you. Um, yeah. So, you you know, you definitely got to know me better and, to mm-hmm. you know, you knew when I was being polite, but maybe a little bit under distress, right? If someone kept on pushing my boundaries. Totally. So, um, you know, we, that that's an example of how those relationships are built and you get to really know yeah. people by working, you know, working so closely alongside them. And, and that's valuable, right? We wouldn't know each other as well today if we didn't spend a year working really closely together. For sure. But it's even the like little things, like the little day in, day out, like, oh, this morning, you know, my shower didn't work and I mm-hmm. had a freezing shower. And sometimes you just need to like share the Decompress. little nuances yep. of mm-hmm. your world and you're not going to call a friend to tell them like you had a cold shower, but like you tell your cubicle person because like whatever. And then, you know, y'all have a laugh or right. whatever it is. So there's just that interaction. Another thing that is really great, better in person, I hate to say it, but I've done a lot of training over the mm-hmm. quarantine period mm-hmm. and gosh, I miss the in-person live room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you get more as a listener because you're, you can't multitask. 
right. when you're in the room because that's super rude. And you get more as a presenter. Like it is hard to get the energy of the right. room on Zoom. Well, when people are truly present, you feel their energy. When they're yeah. multitasking and looking at other things, you don't feel it. And that puts you in a tough spot as a speaker and trainer, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And and just again, with the networking at a conference, like the online networking at <laughs> the conferences. The online conferences, yep, yep. Oh, kill me now. Mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. it's so much better in person. It just happens organically versus like, oh, do I go into or like you know they go into like, that room. Oh, that room. <laughs> or the thing where it's like you're gonna have someone to network with. Mm-hmm. Hi, Cad, who are you? Like speed it's networking. So, mm-hmm. Oh my God. It made, makes me grateful for 17 <laughs> years of marriage when I do speed networking. <laughs> <laughs> well, those those kind of things can be you know, they can be fun in person. They can also be something that people dread, but, but they can be fun in person. And I do, I, I will say that I've had more fun in person than I have over teleconferencing. Right? For sure. I've learned a lot teleconferencing. Mm-hmm. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but I think there is a value add at, to the experience. And each of us has to experience conference life in a different way. That's a different mm-hmm. podcast, but sure. there is something lost. Mm-hmm in a full online. And today we're talking about going back to work. So, you know, it's also the impromptu conversations, social conversations, but it's also the whiteboarding and Mm -hmm. the let's, will you help me work through this? And I think it just happens easier when you're not Mm -hmm. online, when you're not having to call and feel like you're interrupting somebody. Mm -hmm. One of my clients, um, has a a very kind of in-person training uh, osmosis kind of environment, right? There's so much that happens in the office. Yeah. um, That when you're not in the office, you're, you're, you might, you know, especially as a junior employee, you might miss out on some really strong developmental opportunities. So they've proven over the last year and a half that they've been able Mm -hmm. to keep operations going. Uh, You know, their, their retention has been pretty good with people, but I think that there is a, Um, there's something that happens in the office that doesn't happen remote. And that's, you know, that we just want to bring that out today and encourage people to think about that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a manager, right, if you're managing a team, it is really great to be able to talk in person. Mm -hmm. You can watch how people work. You can coach in person. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of a gift to see how people interact with each other and, and to be able to, you know, to be able to see how people fit in. Right. Yeah. It's, it, you, you just have a little bit more insight mm-hmm. when you can actually see people in person. So, so there is an advantage as someone who's being managed to be in person because you get more visibility to your manager. And I think that again, when you're more junior in your career, Mm -hmm. you want to take advantage of those visibility opportunities, those training opportunities. And it's really something to think about. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So much to unpack with what you said there. It's so true. Like it's the kind of thing, like not to have the like micromanager walking around, but the manager says, Oh, Hey cat, show me how you're doing that. And then you Mm -hmm. show them like, let me show you this trick. And then they like do some pivot table thing or whatever. And you're like, whoa, right? that stuff, which is a five minute, like, oh, oh, you're doing it that way. That totally works. But check this out too. Like that's the stuff. Mm-hmm. And like to be pulled into an impromptu client meeting, yes. like that's going to happen. Those type of things are just going to happen a little bit more in the office. 
Yeah. Hey, come listen in on this, mm-hmm. you know, just for learning or that it's yeah. as don't a manager, say anything, just listen. <laughs> How many of those yeah. conversations were we, were we invited to when we were more junior yeah. in our career and just listening and taking it all in uh-huh. is an amazing opportunity. For sure. Where you're standing on the room so they don't hear you breathe. But, <laughs> and like you said, with showing your manager what you're up to, like in terms of managing up and everything, we've talked a lot about managing up. Mm-hmm. You can show like, Hey manager, I'm looking on this. Look what I figured out. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's this organic ability to keep people up to date for them to see how you're working to say, Oh, when you were saying I should do this, you meant do it like this. Right. And you can just show it to them. And again, this is a less than five minute interaction. Mm-hmm that is just easier to do when your boss is coming back from getting their coffee than like looking at their calendar. It's all blocked when, yeah. you know, oh, forget it. I'm not going to bother them to just look at this. I'm going to hope it's right. Like this is what we're talking about. It's mm-hmm. these little things that don't sound like a big deal, but they really are. Mm-hmm. And even as you're more senior, that same stuff of managing up, managing across, getting mm-hmm. to know different people, super huge in terms of helping you be and feel successful. Absolutely. So I think, you know, one thing that we can't do this episode without talking about yeah. the challenges that people have faced in the last year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. There has been this global pandemic that has, <sighs> that has just had so much uncertainty and you know, the, the, the waves, right. Sometimes, sometimes things are under control. Other times it's not, there's just, there's just a tremendous amount of uncertainty Mm -hmm. and that has led to anxiety and some real mental health issues, right. Working, working from home can be super isolating. You know, if you're not proactively trying to make sure that you're staying connected. Mm -hmm. So according to the substance abuse and mental health services admin in 2020, the helpline received 833,598 calls. And this is a 27% increase from 2019 when the helpline received a total of 656,953 calls for the year. Yep. A lot of people, especially more junior folks, don't love working from home. No. And some people's homes are crowded with multiple generations of family members and others have nobody at home and they get lonely. The office is a way for both introverts and extroverts to get mm-hmm. their social connections. A hundred percent. So I, I think it's really important to point this out that people often seek connection at work or Mm -hmm. they say, you know, the office is enough social for me. And then I spend the rest of my weekends and evenings playing video games and watching Netflix. That's great. But then without that, Mm -hmm. it's pretty isolating and lonely and people are suffering that between all the unrest in the world. There's a void there for sure. Right. And it's so damn heavy. Yeah. And so to, to get out, to have a reason to leave the house, to have a reason to shower, to all these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. It's really a game changer for a lot of people. And a lot of people like to separate home self from work self. Right. And so to do, and we've talked about working from home and ways we do that mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. home. Right. But for a lot of people, that separation needs to happen outside of the house. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, we all know people who rent an office space, even though they're a sole proprietor, because they need that separation. They need to get to that ritual of getting ready and going to work. Yes. And even if they're at a WeWork space, they're mm-hmm. still seeing other mm-hmm. people and they're mm-hmm. not as alone. Mm-hmm. And so for folks that 
hate working from home. And right now it's kind of not in vogue to admit that, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. like, everyone's like, oh, my sweatpants is so awesome. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, that's a savior for them. And I, I, I think that back to work and being around others, some, for some of us that are struggling now, maybe that's an answer Mm -hmm. and, and the loneliness and all of that to have some in-person interaction is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Kat, I can't talk about going back to the office without addressing being a parent and working in an office. So mm-hmm. I don't want to go too into Liz's philosophy on society, but in my opinion, our system's really broken. Like, for example, mm-hmm. yesterday, I found out that my kid needed to be at school at 1130 in the morning versus 8 a.m. They changed mm-hmm. the time. And uh, I don't know if you knew this, but 1130 in in the morning is right smack in the middle of the workday. Right. You've got probably meetings already scheduled. Already scheduled. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is not the exception. This is the rule. It's constant like, oh, parent conference. Oh, doctor's appointment. Oh, orthodontist. Mm -hmm. All these things that happen during the day. Or come watch your little schmoopy do a puppet mm-hmm. show. And I mean, it's just, it's constant, not to mention that schools get out at like three or three 30 and right. Midday that's also again, right? back in the middle of the work day. Mm-hmm. And so what has happened over the last year? Yes. We have lost a lot of school, lost a lot of childcare. It's been a whole thing, but what people who have gone from working in offices to working at home is have realized like, Oh, I have to bring her to school at 1130 block. Mm-hmm. And nobody saw me come and go. Uh-huh. And if I was in the office, people are going to see me come and go, uh-huh. whether it's the puppet show or the drop-off or whatever. Uh-huh. And so as parents with a system that is constantly like drop everything and constantly just changing, right? Constantly changing. Uh-huh. Working from home makes that easier. easier. Now you're, uh-huh. you're still working at night to make up for the puppet show uh-huh. and all the nonsense, but the visibility around coming and going is not as obvious. Mm -hmm. And so I guess if you've got parents on your team, if you've got parents that you work for, if you've got parents Mm -hmm. around you, you have to acknowledge and understand that the work from home decision as a parent is different than the work from home decision as a Mm non-parent. So yeah, if you're a manager and having trouble with that kind of concept. Mm -hmm. I think as someone who's not a parent, I don't have those same challenges. I have different challenges, right? But I think that being able to practice some empathy and imagine Mm -hmm. yourself in that situation will help you to manage with a lot more compassion. And I think that that is what is really needed in our world today, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And also if if the person is getting their job done and Mm -hmm. doing their job well, Mm-hmm. That should be the focus more than, you know, how they're piecemealing their time together, right? If, if mm-hmm. someone is doing their job well, especially remotely, mm-hmm. that, that shows a level of, of dedication and, and, you know, trust has been built up, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. if they need to run to go pick someone up, it shouldn't be that big of a deal because they're getting their job done, right? So I think managing by is the job getting done well is probably an important thing to look at as a manager, as opposed to, you know, is this person working, you know, eight to five with, you know, are they taking their 15 minute breaks? Certainly they need to take breaks by law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
provide that if someone is rocking their job, you want to trust them, right? You want to yes. give them trust because if, if they don't feel that you trust them, they're going to go and rock their job someplace else. For sure. Well, and to add to that, it's something you have to call out, right? Like uh-huh. call out the elephant in the room. So you've got your parent being like, well, crap, now I can't go to any puppet uh-huh. shows anymore. Uh-huh. The horror. Um, I've been to those puppet shows. That's not that <laughs> but it's, so to say to the person, so first of all, there's a whole separate issue around what is coming back to the office looks like. Uh-huh. We're not, we're not going to address uh-huh. that today, but assuming you have a parent that works around you, making it a safe place, be like, Hey, everyone, I understand for those of you with kids, like there's a whole other layer here whole, of complication. And we want you to know, as long as you're doing the job, we don't care if you come and go, we want you to go to the puppet show. We want you, we know your kids are going to have to come back and forth. And with numbers going sideways mm-hmm. and kids not being vaccinated, it's going to be different. And some of you may have kids because don't forget K through six aren't vaccinated. Yep. And so they're going to have Corona in their classroom and therefore be home for two weeks. So to say, we're going to give you the flexibility you need, communicate with us proactively, mm-hmm. tell us what you need, but I never want you to feel like you have to miss the puppet show because mm-hmm. of optics. And so calling out the fact that coming back to the office means we want you here. We want to be with you. We want to learn from you. We also acknowledge that you might have to come and go a little bit more than before. Right. Especially while this is going on. Right. But Especially. as a parent, ask, say, I'm going to need a little flexibility to come and go because things change on a weekly basis. That, you know, that's about managing up. We've got episodes on that. Go yes. to our resources page on the yes. Real Job Talk website. Yep. But the the bottom line is yes. before yes. you make a decision, mm-hmm. before you dig your heels in about, you know, whether you're going to go back to the office or not, mm-hmm. listen to your employers and hear what they're thinking around what going back to the office is going to look like. Yeah. And and before you quit, think about the benefits of actually being back in the office again yeah. and, and try it out. Yeah. Maybe it will be better than you think. So good luck picking out your back to work outfit. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. And um, we'd love to hear how your employer is handling back to work since Kat and I are advising our clients on how to do it. Yes. So any good ideas that your employer has figured out, let us know. We want to hear it. And if it's not going so well, let us know and we can maybe help you navigate. You can email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com or you can DM us on any of the uh, social channels. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, until next time. And good luck as you navigate this decision. Mm -hmm. This is Real Job Talk, a podcast about jobs, careers, and what's not said at the water cooler. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and real job talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Job Talk. And on Instagram and Facebook at Real Job Talk Show. My name is Kat Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat, And on LinkedIn, you can find me via Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm at Liz Beeks and Salt. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is a Tech Reckoning production. Our producer is John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And we're here by the water cooler waiting to talk with you. <laughs>